What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. Today's episode is a visual for you, a way to see your business. Now, the brain loves pictures. It loves to have an idea of what something is, is, right? A way of seeing something. Because in our real lives, right? If you were in an obstacle course, you would know you were in an obstacle course. But in your business, you don't know you're in an obstacle course. And so your brain doesn't behave as though it is in one. And so in today's episode, I want to invite you to think of your business like an obstacle course so that you can create more structure for your brain to understand what's happening and how to navigate the obstacles that always come up in an obstacle course. Okay, let's dig in. So your business is an obstacle course of your choosing. Now, what does that mean, right? I want you to imagine that there are 14 different obstacle courses you could choose. Now, what are those obstacle courses, right? You could choose not to be a coach. You could choose to sell, um, I don't know, something on Amazon, right? I think about those companies where you buy a product. Right? You could buy a product and sell it on Amazon. You could do tons of stuff, but you chose the obstacle course of being a coach. Okay, now let's, let's make this obstacle course even more specific. You chose how you want to grow your business. So I'm going to just throw out a few of those obstacle courses so that you can, you can see what I mean. Some of you chose to grow your business by running Facebook ads, right? Getting in front of more people that way, building a email list and emailing them. And maybe you either have a podcast or you get on people's podcasts. That's one obstacle course. Those are like the basic pieces of it. And then a different obstacle course would be somebody who chooses to grow their business using social media and they build a mailing list and they email the mailing list and maybe they do something else. Like, again, maybe they either get on a podcast or they have a podcast. Notice, right? Like, I don't have a ton of ideas. (laughs) I don't need to. You pick. You have the best ideas. But your obstacle course might be the Facebook ad obstacle course or maybe it's the social media obstacle course. Or maybe it's, I have the social media obstacle course, but I'm actually learning how to do the Facebook ads because further out in my goals, that's the one I want to have as the obstacle course. So you're just kind of learning it now. So you choose your obstacle course. Then there are the the other parts inside of the obstacle course. The things like consults, um, working with clients, creating content. All of those are are pieces that are going to come into your obstacle course. And they're going to actually look different based on the obstacle course you chose. So if you chose the Facebook ads obstacle course, you may have the different phases of that, right? The first phase might be my Facebook ads aren't working. Nobody's booking a consult. The next phase of that might be, okay, they're booking consults, but they're not coming. 
And then the next phase of that is, okay, I'm doing a hundred of these things, but 80 of them said no, and 20 of them said yes, right? Notice how the person running Facebook ads, when they have consults in that obstacle course, their journey with, obstacle, with, with consults looks very different. Because if we look at the social media person's journey with, like with consults on the obstacle course, what they have to manage their mind around is that they probably don't have that many consults, that the consults they do are pretty much always yeses. But what they have is that bigger space. Maybe they only have three consults a month, but they all say yes, right? Now, every bit of this, right? We have this obstacle course, but the thing that's actually hard is experiencing your mind, experiencing your mind as you navigate the obstacle course, right? Nobody tells us this. But if we think about running a business, I I think about this sometimes with network marketing, because they're given a product, they're giving a product that works, that's already been created, that's like supplied to them, that they have all the marketing done, they have usually a website, they have like, like all the fulfillment, every detail of it, testimonials, every detail. But you know what a network marketer is left with? Their mind, their belief about what they sell, their belief that people want it, their belief in themselves, their belief in it all. And you on your obstacle course, you just decided those basic pieces. Nobody gave them to you. You just decided I run Facebook ads, I email my list, I set up my email list, I run trainings, right? Whatever it is you choose. And then the variable that you are changing and working with is your mind. And and when we know that, we know that, okay, the consult thing, it's going to happen. Same thing with working with clients. You know, I think like, yes, we have the best job in the whole world. Like seriously, as coaches, we get paid to help people. We get to help them navigate their minds. We get to help them have breakthroughs and realizations like that they would never possibly have had. We get to watch our clients transform themselves and then we get to watch the ripple effect in that as they go out and serve their people, as they go into their homes and their families and those people all change. Like that's really amazing. But the flip side of it is, is that it actually is a challenge as well. Again, because of our brain. Right? Our brain will tell us, oh my gosh, I did a terrible job. I should be doing better. I'm not very good at this. I need, oh, my favorite, I need certification. I need right all the stuff that our brain tells us. But that's the obstacle of your mind. Even creating content. For some of you guys, you're like pushing out like so much content. And you know what? That's not actually a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it might be. I'm not saying it's good or bad. But it's like the obstacle is always your mind. Because if you're creating a ton of content, but not getting the results you want, then there is some obstacle of your mind. Like maybe you're creating content and avoiding other things. Maybe you're creating content because you feel really productive. But again, you're not doing the things that actually create the results you want. Maybe you're creating the content and your focus is just like, I want to help people, but it isn't the full rounded what it takes to create results. Some of you that were going to struggle to create content. And honestly, you guys, I want you to accept that there may be times in your business and obstacle courses that you're in both of those spaces where you're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to create. This feels hard. 
because it's the challenge of your mind. And so you've chosen your obstacle course. You've chosen the pieces of it. There's the extra details that come in, right? Consults, working with clients, creating content. And every bit of the obstacle course that you choose challenges your brain. It challenges your brain to grow. And the cool thing is, is that at every level of your business, right? Whether this first obstacle course is that first 100K, and then maybe the next obstacle course is that next 200K, or maybe you think of it in terms of one-on-one clients. Like my first obstacle course is me working with one-on-one clients. And then the second obstacle course is where I am just like, I've raised my prices really high. I love coaching. I coach all the time, but the demand is so high. And so now I'm just going to create a group. And I'm going to work with, right, that might be your second obstacle course. And so you choose the obstacle course. You get to then use your brain and up-level your brain to navigate the obstacle course. And that is what allows you to finish it. So I want to share three areas of your obstacle course, right? So, so the first one is just like thinking of business as an obstacle course. And when now we know like the pieces and parts of it, now I want to invite you to believe these other parts of the obstacle course. So the first one is that I would recommend that you stop wishing your obstacle course was easier. Yeah, I'm just pausing for that one. Stop wishing it was easier. Relish that it is a challenge and love the challenge of it because this is the process, right? Like this obstacle course is the journey of hitting your goal, right? The obstacle course, wherever you're starting, the end of it is when you hit your big goal. If it's a hundred K, if it's right, like whatever that is, that's the obstacle course. And it's like, when you wish that that course was easier you actually make it harder because you're denying reality. I think it's Byron Katie. Yeah. Where she's, what did she say? Of course, now that I tell you that, I'm like, "Ah, I can't remember what she said. (laughs) Um, What did she say? Like, like the, the worst thing we do to ourselves is we like look at reality and wish it was different. That's the summarized version. I'm sure all of you are like, I know this one, (laughs) right? So the first thing I'd recommend you do on your obstacle course is stop wishing it was anything but what it is. Yeah, for sure. Don't wish it was easier. Like love that it's a challenge. Enjoy the challenge of it. Because when we think about goals, you are going to be in the obstacle course of your goal 99% of the time. So if you don't like challenges, and you don't like the process of building your business, like this, you either get to change your experience of it or you get to not do it. But when we think about, like like when I put this in here, oh, here was the other thing I said was, like there are easier ways to make money, right? So it's like, you can relish and love the challenge of it, but you don't have to. Sometimes I have to remind myself this, like there are easier ways to make money. I am not building this coaching business because this is the easiest way. I'm doing it because I chose this one. I'm doing it because I love how it helps me to grow. I'm doing it because of what's possible. Oh my gosh, you guys, right? Like when we think about how much money a coach can make, that just blows my mind. My mind is blown, right? That Brooke Castillo has a $35 million business. That my other coach, Stacey Bayman, has a $6 million business. That kind of thing just like blows my mind. $35 
because that's what's possible for us. But what I love is, is that it, it pairs so beautifully with the impact of coaching. It's not just that these coaches are making so much money. It's that we make money and we help people. I love paying my coaches all the money because I change so much. And so when I think about my clients and I think about making a million dollars next year and I think about like, I love that, right? I love that because of what's possible for me. I love that because of what I can do with money and because of who I have to become and just because it's possible and I get to create it and it's a challenge. But I love that there's the flip side of that, which is that when I create a million dollars in my business, that there is a million dollars worth of people out there, more than a million really, whose lives are forever changed. The coaches who work with me, their lives are changed. Their families' lives are changed because of the work they did on themselves. Their clients' lives are changed because they showed up, right? That coach who works with me does this work and then they're able to go out and help more people themselves in such a deeper way. And so, right, like, When you're wishing that the journey is easier, you're denying what it is, letting it just be what it is, because it is something that is, is both, right? It's full of amazing wonders (laughs) and it's full of the challenge of it because being a coach requires you to be your best student. It requires you to believe and use your tools and it requires you to love your people and the people who aren't selling, those are the only pieces that are missing. But which is fantastic, right? Like that's the best news because then you always know what to tweak. So thing number one that I recommend believing as you're navigating your obstacle course is relish in it being a challenge, right? Don't wish it was easier. Love that it's a challenge. The second thing I would encourage you to believe as you're navigating your obstacle course is to decide that you win, Now, I know that we don't know for sure that you do, right? Because it hasn't happened yet. I know that. And I know that you have no idea how it happens or when. I know. But that is actually part of it. You not knowing when it happens, you not knowing how it happens, you believing first, you deciding that you do and then figuring out the pieces in between to hit your goal, that is the process. That is the process. And so when you decide that you win and you're navigating the obstacle course of your choice, do you know what happens? Every obstacle course, every challenge on that obstacle course is a small win. Think about that, right? Like you are doing a hundred consults and what, actually what I think is really cool in that, even in, in that, when it's a small win, is that when you get 80 no's and you get 20 yeses, and sometimes the way that you're seeing that as a small win is that you didn't give up, that you kept going until the moment you were ready to learn exactly what you needed to learn. But right when it's a small win, you get to celebrate You get to be like, yes, I see how I'm different. I see how I'm changing. I see how I'm approaching this in a different way. Sometimes we just need that backbone of I'm not quitting. (laughs) I'm not quitting until I learn how to see what I need to learn. 
But other, as soon as you do see it, it's like, like you can celebrate the victory of not quitting. You can also celebrate the small win of, I see how I'm changing. I see how on that last consult, I was thinking this, this, and this, and now I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking something entirely different. Or you might celebrate the small win of seeing something inside of yourself shift. You might celebrate the small win of, of, of discovering something about yourself. Like maybe it was a thought you had about money and you didn't even see it. And then you wrote it down and then you worked through it and you were like, what? Right? Cause those are all the small wins that are part of navigating your obstacle course. And when I think about, right, deciding that you win, sometimes we think like, oh, well, I don't think I don't win. But that isn't actually the the danger zone of this point. So there's deciding you win. Because here's the thing. There's nobody who's growing a business, investing in their mind, spending time, spending money, believing, yeah, I probably don't figure this out. No, those people are off doing something else, right? They're reading Tim Ferriss's How to Have a Four-Hour Work Week, or I don't know, I'm making that up. <laughs> right? They're doing something else. The person that you want to be aware of that you might become here when you aren't deciding you win is that you will become the person who's not sure if you win. Who's like, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know if I get there. I'm not sure. I mean, who could tell me? Nobody knows, right? It sounds very realistic. It sounds very like true, but it's not. It's just a state where your brain will go notice right because when we know our brain will decide it's winning sometimes and sometimes it will decide it's not really sure if it's winning then when you're in that space you're like oh you know what I do I just decide I'm winning because when you're not sure if you win you know what those small things become instead of small wins that you can celebrate they become small defeats they feel like they're just like a chunk of you being taken out little by little maybe they feel like um I I think of like a a giant balloon and there's just a tiny little hole, right? Small defeats, little by little. It's just adding up. Nothing's working. Um, Everything feels terrible. You feel discouraged. You feel, right, panicky. You feel overwhelmed. You feel even more uncertain. So decide that you win and look for the places where you're not sure if you win because the small wins will feel so different than small defeats. And it's just your perspective. It's just your perspective on what happens in the end. The third area for navigating your obstacle course that I recommend is deciding how you want to experience the challenge of the course. Now, this isn't right. You've, you're, you've been listening to my podcast. You know this. But maybe this is your first time. We get to decide how we feel. Now, it, it, it's going to take work. <laughs> it's going to take work. But you get to decide how you want to feel. My favorite example of this was driving my daughter to school. She would miss the bus and then she would come in and she'd be all in a panic and she would expect me to drop everything I was doing and like rush her to school. And so she would often choose to experience that drive feeling panicky and grumpy and like short And I always just told her, I was like, baby, we make it on time. Now, how did I know this for sure? Because I've driven it before, because I knew how much time we had, because I knew, right? Like, I knew it was going to be fine. 
I also had the sense that it was going to be fine, even if it wasn't fine. (laughs) Right. But you get to decide how you want to experience your obstacle course. You can run that obstacle course. You can run and be in your business feeling committed, not willing to give up, right? Like let's even passionate. Let's decide that those three are just like the basis. You're not giving up. You're committed and you're passionate. But the other pieces of your experience that you might not be choosing on purpose is you might be feeling panicky. You might be feeling overwhelmed. You might be feeling confused. You might be feeling self-doubt. You might be second-guessing yourself. You get to choose that experience. In fact, every piece of that is actually just an indicator of your mind and the things that we need to clean up. So those aren't even bad things. Like like when you see that stuff, it's like, again, that's a small win. Those are like, what? I've been second guessing myself. <gasps> I didn't even notice that. But ooh, now that I do, I can figure out why. I can change it. Oh my gosh, I've been feeling overwhelmed. I didn't realize that that's what that was called. But now that I do, and I remember that my thoughts create my feelings, I can go figure out why I'm feeling overwhelmed and I can stop. I can accept that it's there. I can do something else. Because you can experience them right this way, or you can experience that I'm not giving up, I'm committed and I'm passionate about my people. And you can experience that feeling energized, feeling decisive, feeling certain about uncertainty, feeling willing, feeling curious. You get to decide the experience of your obstacle course. You're still going to experience both ends of emotion, right? It's not going to just be, oh, I just chose to feel 100% amazing. No, no, we still get the 50-50. You're still going to experience confusion. You're still going to experience uncertainty, but you're deciding ahead of time. And then you're actually creating more of it rather than more of the negative emotion. And I want you to expect that you're going to have to teach your brain how to feel all of these. Expect that even this will be a challenge. Because our brains get used to feeling certain emotions. And then it just wants to stay there because it likes habit. It likes to not change. And we think about that in terms of other parts of our mind or our business. But when you even allow that in, like, oh, I'm feeling a lot of self-doubt and indecision. And then you're like, oh, why am I having such a hard time changing this? And sometimes we make want to make it like, well, that just is who I am, right? It's just an innate part of my personality. No, it's that your brain likes habits. And so you have felt uncertain and indecisive long enough that your brain's like, yeah, no, this is the one I like, let's just keep doing this one. Change is probably terrible. Let's not do it. And so you want to expect that it's going to be hard, that your brain, you have to teach it how to feel different, right? You're going to teach it how to feel energized and certain and powerful, And the more compassion you have for it, that it wants to keep feeling indecisive and and uncertain and powerless and self-doubt, the more compassion you can have for that where you're like, oh yeah, that's just the habit my brain's been used to, but I'm teaching it how to feel a new way. Okay. So I'm just going to recap those and then I'm going to leave you with one final thought. So your business is an obstacle course. You choose the course you play on, that you're going to slow yourself down if you're changing the course. Every time you try and jump courses, you're like, maybe that, maybe this isn't working. Maybe instead of Facebook ads, I'll do social media. You're not, you're not 
suddenly making magical pieces work, you are changing the obstacle course that your brain plays on. Choose the obstacle course, stick with it. And then as you're navigating your obstacle course, don't wish that it was easier. That actually feels worse. Remember that it's a challenge and love the challenge of it because of who you become as you navigate the challenge. Decide that you win and enjoy those small wins. But also expect for your brain to think, "Mm, I don't know if we do. (laughs) And catch those so you can come back to deciding that you win. And the third one is decide how you want to experience the challenge of growing your business. The obstacle course you choose, decide how you want to experience it. And then teach your brain to feel those emotions. And the last thought I want to leave you with is, I'm teaching my brain how to. I'm teaching my brain how to feel these other emotions. I'm teaching my brain how to see that I win. I'm teaching my brain how to celebrate the small wins. I'm teaching my brain how to relish in the challenge. I'm teaching my brain how to build a $100,000 business. I'm teaching my brain how to navigate the normal obstacles of the obstacle course I chose. I'm teaching my brain how to stay on the same obstacle course so that it can make faster progress. right? All of it. What I love about that simple thought is that it's like, it creates such a sense of acceptance. There isn't this like, I should have already figured it out. I should be further along, right? It's none of that judgment. Instead, it's just being where you are. It's a peacefulness. It's a steadiness as you move forward. I'm teaching my brain how to. Okay. I hope you have an amazing week. This is going to like, ugh, change everything. I love this visual of being on an obstacle course. Okay. Talk to you later. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things. And I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.